right, what's going on, everyone? We are live right now with the Painless Wholesaling Podcast. I have Paul Docampo. What's up, man? How are you doing? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate oh. it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. So just to let everyone know why we have this podcast and what we're going to be talking today with Paul. Paul is a marketing master, but what we're going to do is we're going to find out how he got his start in real estate, maybe some crazy experiences, maybe some deals that he's done with, uh, with no spend. And uh, hopefully we can learn from his experience what he's up to right now and how he got there. We can learn from him and uh, take his knowledge and apply it. Cause again, this is the painless wholesaling podcast. Our goal is to learn from others. So we don't feel that pain as we go through the journey. So that's, that's why you're here, Paul. Let's help, help us take away that pain that comes from uh, the journey to, to the top. All right. We're, we're here to learn from your experiences. So give us a quick 30 second intro on, on who you are. And then we'll, we'll dive into some of those questions. Sure thing, man. So, um, well, First, my active income is as I'm a copywriter. That's how we met. Nathan came to me. We were in the same mastermind together. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about some copy stuff, some email stuff, some marketing stuff. Uh, that's my main bread and butter today as an active, my active income today. Right, right. Real estate, um, I started back in 2015. Uh, that was like my first entrepreneurial venture there, not knowing a, a, a damn thing. I was a W-2 worker. I was in Southern California working in the utility company back then, gas company. I was a welder. I was a, a welder. I was a foreman, pipeline construction, all that jazz. And I was decided to jump into real estate, you know, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like, like a lot of people. Dang, man, that book has <laughs> done a lot for a lot of people. Changed a lot of lives. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, it's, and it's, since then it's been a long, different, different ventures, different, different ideas and, and ending up today as a copywriter for real estate. I'm just a passive investor today. Um, yeah private investor, more so a private investor. I, I hold notes from my previous um, ventures in land and mobile home. Right. Talk about, I started off in Southern California, which is a, um, it's a pretty competitive market. Lots mm -hmm. of wholesalers there, lots of sophisticated sellers, uh, sophisticated sellers and buyers. So when I started and you asked me if there was any, um, any marketing tips for making things painless, for making things even free. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did I, you get any deals off, with no marketing spend? Yeah. Yeah. Depending on what, asset you're looking at so with mm -hmm. houses no because houses you know i i started off with single family houses door knocking those like just straight up door knocking that was the only thing i just knew of i i, I've done, I did direct mail which was mm -hmm. like a flop for me in my first few campaigns spent a lot yeah. of money in it yep same here um yeah and not to say it doesn't work i think back then it's um when i look back it was I wasn't following, I wasn't working the leads well enough. It was one of those things where, you know, you got to call back, you, you get leads, you direct mail brings you leads, but uh, it was one of those things where I, I have the leads in my CRM and I have to call them back and I had no system for follow-up or anything. It was just, okay, mm -hmm. I, I, feel like, I feel like I need to call this lead back. So I call lead back and in the back of my mind, I'm hoping that the lead doesn't answer. That's, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I had that, I think a lot of people have this feeling is they're really hoping they don't talk to a lead. So yeah. You know, three rings, they shut it off and that's it. Like I followed up, I did my job, um, you know, and, and that's the feeling I had back then and no system at all. It was all based off of how I felt. Um, so, you know, for, for anybody who's starting off, you know, to, even if you only have a small sample of leads, you know, have a, a system in place. And I know that sounds, everybody says, have a system in place. Well, how do you do that? To be honest, it's just, it's really hard to do. You just, it, it's really just the work of, of writing something down, a plan you have in place to follow, mm -hmm. follow up. So it's not based off of feelings like every Saturday, I'm going to go drive, you know, if you live in a small home with a big family and you can't follow up in there, drive home. This is what I did. Drive to the local Starbucks, sit in, the, sit in my car and just just dial away. That is like as if you ha you're working for somebody else and you have to perform. 
that's you have to perform right so that's you know that that is my my i guess my two cents for for that you know yeah you you're starting knocking man and i knocking works that's how i actually got one of my first deals and uh so that's cool so, so it's cool you said you said maybe not for single family did you have another experience where you were able to get oh a deal? yeah so so i transitioned into mobile homes for a cash flow game mobile homes was a big thing uh in southern california it still is a big thing in southern california southern california because there's a lot of mobile home parks there and the the model for that is um what they call the, the lonnie deal and it's in uh lonnie scruggs or scrubs i forgot his name scruggs uh old school guy old school cat from the 70s who who kind of developed this model where you buy a mobile home regardless if it's in a park but he 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 chose in a park you know those those parks that you pay for the for the space yeah um you buy it for like a thousand dollars and then you relist it for ten thousand dollars on payments and that was my my model um that i jumped into transitioned into big cash flow game on that and um yeah that one you you can find those deals just going to the park and talking to the managers. Those those managers those 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 managers are the you know they're the eagle in that park. They know everything that's going on in that park. They can tell you who's selling and not who's not selling. Um, so th that was one of my first deals in the mobile home industry. Just talking to managers, just talking to people inside of the park. Did that so, cost you any money? No, no, not at all. So you I, just you got to think of gas, right? So wow. Um, yeah. So you're yeah. getting deals. You just went and started talking to people in a mobile home park, huh? <laughs> start yeah. I mean, that's the bottom. I just start talking. I mean, that like can't be said enough the, of activity, right? So today, yeah. so today I don't do any of that stuff. Today I'm focused on other businesses. Um, I, I have another business called OmniDrip, which um, builds follow-up marketing for investors, for, mm -hmm. for wholesalers and flippers. And that one, um, it's the same concept. The same concepts are there where... You know, I, I have to rely on lead generation, people coming to me I to, so I can book calls, sales calls. And it's the same concept. I need leads. I need, I need, I need sales calls or appointments. Mm -hmm. The amount of activity is like proportional to how many leads I get in. Yeah. You know, activity, activity, just, I mean, when I say activity, even if, you know, you're, if, if you're brand new, everyone's worried about doing the wrong activity and you're going to do the wrong activity. You're just, it just, you're, you're going to do it. I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of just doing it quickly and finding out what works quickly and what doesn't work quickly. Right. And, and doing the, um, a large amount of that. I can't like stress that enough. I mean, I, I, I came into a wholesaling thinking you just need to do a little bit like door knock 10 houses per week. That's not yeah. enough. It's really, you need a lot of volume. Yeah. No matter what marketing channel it is. Right. It, right. You, gotta, you need yeah. a lot with direct mail. You can't send out um, 500 pieces and expect results unless, unless you're in a very rural market. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, I, I sent out, I sent out, I think a to total of uh, like 10,000 pieces at one point, like accumulative. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and no results with that. And, and that's not saying direct mail doesn't work. It just, this was way back when I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to make an offer. I didn't know how to follow up. Right. So um, I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, this is a, probably another tip um, in, in marketing. We always think about that. Everything is in stages split up into stages. Like, so a, a newbie entrepreneur or marketer salesperson or investor may come in and, you know, they just want to get the deal. They just, that, that's like, that's all in their head. They want to get the deal, but that's the last thing you should be thinking about. The first thing you should be thinking about is one, well, how, how do I get the leads to come in? How do I find the sellers? And, and then, and then two, what's the next sale after that is booking the appointment with that person that when I was following up with people from my direct mail campaigning, um, I didn't think about, I just need to get in the house and give them an offer. I was just following up, whatever that means. It's just a general yeah. tool of 
let's follow up. I didn't have any goals in mind when following up. When I fought today, if I were to follow up with a lead, the goal in mind is to, I need to book an appointment with this person. If he's selling, if he's selling, I need, I need to get in the house, build rapport with that person to give him an offer. That should be like the first sale you need to make, right? The first sale isn't get the deal. The first sale is, is get them on an appointment. Yeah. Yeah, like in the CRM, you have different stages, right? You can right. you don't automatically just go to close. You can't, right? right? You got to take them through a process. You, you got to make the little little sales, little sales. Like so, if I'm door knocking, the first sale is I I, I got to get them to answer the door, right? So I mean, it's, it's it, I mean, I know this is brain dead and simple, but I got to knock on the door. That's my first sale. I got then I got to introduce myself and then introduce what I'm doing and then ask the question of they, if they know anybody that's looking to sell. Um, and then if they do getting that information or, or if they're selling, giving them a cash offer, right. Or, or, or right. View, viewing the house, that should be the next sale after that. So little sales is what we're trying to make. So there was, I remember seeing in a, in a forum, a, a lady asking or saying that she's struggling with, um, cold calling because, uh, she can't find any deals off of it. And, um, my response to her was, um, my reply was, was forget about trying to find deals while you're cold calling. You, all you're looking for is a seller. That's it. And um, when it comes to, to copy, this is, I'm going to transition now to copy because this, sure. is relevant. This, is, this is relevant right here. People sometimes ask me for some from copyright advice to write copy for the direct mail pieces. To be honest, when it comes to lead generation for investors, copy is just plain and simple is what works best because because the thing is, we're not trying to persuade anybody to sell. We're just we're just trying to weave through the, our list and to find a seller in that list. Yeah, That's who's it. telling? Somebody. So timing is as important as your as your list. T timing, because I I just did a, a campaign, a personal campaign to find a primary residence. I just moved to Idaho mm -hmm. and looking for my my pri a primary residence out here. I don't like the rates out right now, so uh, I want to see if I can find something creative. So. I pulled a list of 200 people that in an area that I like, free and clear houses, 90% equity, and uh, wrote a letter and um, and mailed them. Now, um, what am I getting out with this? It's a copy, but the the point is that um, your message, oh, your message on there, right? My message for that, I was 100% honest with myself that and that I might not get any response out of this mm -hmm. because I'm I'm mailing 200 people. Or they're not, there may not be a, there's a good chance there might not be a single seller in that list. So right. timing is also important. So when you, when you send a small mailing like that, understand that, um, you know, it, it's just the roll of the dice. If you don't get any response, just because of the volume factor, the numbers game you're playing there, you're, you're looking for a seller and just by that timing, you might not have, there might not have been a seller with that list. Yeah, no, it makes sense. So let me ask you this. When you send out copy on mailers, are you saying something specific like, Hey, we're just reaching out. We want to buy. Are you selling? Just trying to find out who's selling. Cause you're obviously not being like, yeah, you tell me like, what, what does copy look like sometimes on uh yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I work at um, one of my clients is ballpoint marketing. So, so direct mail company and um, we've, we've tried out different things. So we've tried a long form copy, but that didn't work too well. Mm -hmm. um, the short copy has always worked best. And what do we, and what is the, like the little factors that help with response? One, the, what has worked for a lot of markets is letting them know that you're local. Um, somehow, something in there that that lets them gives a perception that you're local. That has worked pretty well for most markets. And then two, I since it's short, I don't want to do long form. Um, I always include uh, one feature or benefit into that. So what I mean by that is, you know, depending on like so back la last year, back uh, two years ago, um, when the market was hot. Uh, 
you know, people are getting a lot of these like cash offer type of advertising in their face. So in the MLS and outside of the MLS. So uh, what was working pretty well is copy that was saying actually no realtor fees. So that, that was like the benefit. There's no realtor fees. You, you come to us, you, you get an offer from us, and that offer comes with no realtor fees. So that's like the benefit that we were including in, in copy, which is working pretty well at the time because um, people were getting this, you know, cash offers left and right. So cash wasn't like necessarily a, a big benefit to sellers because they can get it anywhere. Right, right. right. Diluted. So, so instead, we came up with well, well, no realtor fees in this offer, right? Which mm -hmm. we all know. I mean, that's like that's like okay. Obviously, when when you're an off market investor, that's what you're gonna that's right. what you're gonna give. But sellers don't necessarily know that, right? We assume that cat that the seller knows what cash means, but it, a lot of people don't. They're right. like, what are you with cash? What it means to a seller it can mean that the saves them from embarrassment of, of, of putting a sign up for them because they're losing their house. Yeah. Uh, saves them from the embarrassment of people walking, multiple buyers walking through their house, their neighbors walk through the house and it's it's a hoarder house and it's full of junk. Right? So all these little things we need to communicate when, when you're face to face and I communicate, I communicate it in copy when it comes to like follow-up marketing, when I, when I build that for, for clients. But all these little things of what is the benefit what are you bringing to the table? You know, this is this is something that that a, a while back, back an old school investor had me do. And it was probably one of the best exercises I've ever done for myself. And he told me mm -hmm. to sit down and write down at least 100. And I couldn't come up with 100. I think I came up with 50. 50 yeah. ways that you benefit a seller. Because, right. yeah, because we, you, you know, a lot of us think you're just going to come to the house, give them a cash offer and boom, and that's it. It doesn't, you, know, you need to give them a reason of, Right. What this cash is going to bring to their to their livelihood, to their life. Right. right. The benefits. Like what's it how's it going to benefit right. them to work with you? Exactly. Well, I like that, man. I like that. Uh so I, I want to ask, do you have anything else to say with that? I wanted to ask you a question, something else. No, go for it, man. Shoot. Yo, so I wanted to ask you because I know a lot of people in here they want to know about them crazy stories. <laughs> tell tell me about a crazy experience or interesting story you had from uh working with those mobile homes or in real estate. Cause uh right. you know, we, we all got them. Tell tell me, give, give me one or give me one. Yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, land I did land uh as well. That was that was a profitable business for me. Um there's not a whole lot of stories. That's pretty cut and dry. Mm -hmm. Mobile homes. If you do mobile homes long enough, I mean, when I say long enough, you'll find a story in three months. Yes. But you get some nasty uh, homes. You really do. So the worst, I have two that depending on, you know, what your, uh, uh, what your fear is, but. Uh, <laughs> fear factor, dude. Fear factor. Fear. Yeah. Uh, one of them was a mobile home and, and this, uh, I, I turned this deal down because it was, it was going to be too much of a headache, but. Yeah. They called me from my website. So mm -hmm. I, at the time I was building up a website, building up SEO and I got a website ranking. So they called me from our website and um, one of those 55 plus mobile home parks. So I visited them. Um, I went to the house, but the lady who owned the house lived next door. Okay. That's mm -hmm. all right. Went, went, went there, talked to her. It's like, oh yeah, that's my house from 10 years ago. My husband died 10 years ago. I don't live in it anymore, but my five cats live in that oh, house okay yeah. five cats okay so um all right she's like yeah i need to sell it because i'm not i'm paying the rent space for 10 years and i'm not doing anything with it and the plan was for anybody who doesn't know the plan was to to buy it for don't remember the numbers let's just give an example buy it for ten thousand put another another ten fifteen thousand dollars into rehab and then resell it for like fifty thousand to sixty thousand on a note so finding a buyer who's going to make me payments on it and so i walk through the house after walk through the house as soon as i open that door oh, um, the stench of you got of hit cash <laughs> it 
pee, hit me oh, right. And she walked like she walked through it like as if it's nothing, you know. It's just another walk to the kitchen here. And and you, you as soon as you open the door, you see the mounds um, piled in every corner. So man. so they didn't they they didn't go outside to shit and pee. They <laughs> they that was their living quarters and it was their restroom too. So she I was immune. Her. She was immune to it, brother. And hit her nostrils it burned her nostrils so much that <laughs> she didn't smell anything yeah, um really. and so uh yeah i walked through the laundry room you went inside you didn't I say oh because I, I was trying to be like yeah you're uh, trying to be polite, polite. I get yeah, yeah i walk through i take a right and she's like okay so which way do you want to start it's like i think you know i think this gives me a good idea i think this is good <laughs> so, and so I out. yeah i didn't i ended up not buying it dude because they had to give it they would have to give it for free in order yeah. for me that i wonder is, who bought it man i wonder who bought it i think it. they got i think the park trashed it for them <laughs> oh yeah that's the last i heard of the park trashed it for them yeah so, i've been in situations like that too where it's like why did i even go inside i knew <laughs> i wasn't gonna buy it i knew i didn't need to go inside i had when i was a newer investor too i was like yeah let me go see the guys like you want to come in it was a terrible house like that it's like sir i don't need to go man i don't need to go, you know but oh man, yeah all right what else you said you got another one right yeah yeah so yeah it's kind of a uh not it's not sad it's nothing uh, but to see how people live sometimes it, um, it is kind of sad you know yeah but, yeah uh, but i had one that um again through my website um they they called me and it was it would have been a good deal good park um good cash flow on it but i, I ended up not buying because the park didn't let there's every once in a while when you run you run into this when you're in this this model of of buying where you, you're buying in a park but the park actually doesn't let you buy it they're just mm. Uh, so because they're they do it themselves they're like i don't want any competition here so get out so uh, anyway the i did a walkthrough um met them in front of the house they live there so Mm -hmm. open the door this was broad daylight and open right i I open the door (sighs) everything's on lights are on and there's cockroaches baby cockroaches adult (sighs) cockroaches throughout the entire floor like it's not even like oh, it no, was man. yeah and they're crawling on the kitchen they're crawling in the kitchen the pots they need a bug bomb bro that's as easy as getting a bug bomb right right yeah so yeah oh, there's kids man. living there there's kids living there it's like oh man um i mean i was gonna buy it i mean because i mean yeah. like, what's we have costs on that you know just you know netting the plate you know tenting the yeah. place i mean tending the place and you know, no big deal but i yeah i mean feel bad for the family living in those yeah. conditions they, they weren't embarrassed at all i think that's another another aspect of what you bring to the table as a as a buyer is yeah. professionalism right like that I, I'm sure that a seller would be embarrassed. Of course, bro. A retail buyer, that right. But if you come in as a professional, you know it, it, it calms the nerves down. Like you're not there to judge; you're just there to do business. So yeah, we're talking about it now, but I guarantee you, you, me in that house, we're not making anyone feel uncomfortable, right. ashamed for what they have. That's not right. how we roll. Because this is that's that's what we expect, right? We're buying right. homes that are uh, you know distressed, but it, that's that's tough, man. And it's uh, honestly, I hate cockroaches, brother. I did go on that one. I did go out, bro. I mean, You're professional. No, I had to be professional about it, you know. So you, you gotta be professional about it. I respect, so, that. I respect both. Yeah, you, you, gotta, went, you, you went in the boat, dude. That's something yeah. you can raise your hand up high. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just imagine that's if you're in this business, you got to be professional about it. Like so when you hire a carpet cleaner, they come in with their nice with their polo, they're cleaned up. I mean, at least if you, if you hire a reputable company, they come in, right. they don't care about what your house is, they're just coming here to clean the carpet. And that's it. Um, same with us. We're doing a service we're coming in with we're, we're helping re- alleviate their their whatever problem they've got. So, you know, you got to be professional, you got to be a man about it and just 100%. Yeah. 
I love it because I'm the same way. Like, you know, I, I I've had situations like uh, where people, you know, they, it's like they don't have that skill set or that 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 ability to understand like, hey, yes, this is a weird situation, but you're not going to make that person feel uncomfortable. Right. So I, I've been around people that are like, for example, I, when I was on my mission, when I was like 1921, I had a companion on my mission that was like uh, some old lady made us a nice bowl of soup. She was feeding us dinner and, and she, there was a hair in it. Right. And what you, what do you do? You take the hair out. You don't say anything. Cause you're, you're grateful, right? You're like, you're thankful for the lady. And my companion who's from Peru, he, he was like, hermana, like, cause we were speaking Spanish. She's like, sister there's, and I was like, dude, don't you dare say anything. This is a nice, sweet lady. And it's kind of the same aspect, right? Some people just don't know They there's no reason to bring that up to the lady. There's no reason to say, Hey, you got cockroach, which you didn't, but it, that, that's again, the professionalism, very true. And that's why people are successful. I think they, they're able to read the room and they're, they're, they're good professionals about it. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. So, Hey, I, I know I'd love to keep talking, but I, I know, you know, we can I kind of, we started a little bit late. I want you to throw your plug in. I want uh, you to let you know, let people know what, how you can help them. Cause you've helped me out. We had to talk about copywriting and marketing. You helped me out a lot uh, for, for what I needed to do. So what, what, how yeah. can you help out my audience, brother? Yeah. I mean, they, so like I, I mentioned briefly, I kind of do, uh, I do follow up marketing for investors. Um, we deliver drip sequences for them. Um, if you want to check some free samples out, you can go to reiomnidrip.com, reiomnidrip.com. Um, check that out and you can get free samples by opting into my my email list. Omnidrip.com, reiomnidrip.com. And those are uh, those are follow-up uh, campaigns that you can those try are, out? Yeah, those are drip sequences that any investor can can try out. There's some, uh, I mean, obviously I sell the whole package. I sell, I sell total, a total package of custom-made trip sequence review, but they can get a couple samples that they can plug in for themselves, email and SMS. So man, that stuff is so important because really like if you have one dude on a follow-up campaign, like one VA, they can only do so much, right. but if you can have a drip sequence rolling, that's huge. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Well, well, Paul, that was awesome, man. I had a good time chatting with you, dude. And uh, it's 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 uh, been about 25. I, I could go longer because I love talking, but uh, we got to roll out. Is there anything else you want to leave with the audience before we head out? That's it, man. Just I, I hope I you know communicated enough about um, activity, mindset, volume of of what you got to do because and you told me you got you got there's a lot of new investors out there, right? Um, not not just in your audience, but in general, a lot of new people coming in on board with wholesaling takes takes a lot of um, just takes a lot of activity. I know that may, may discourage people, but I mean, if you make realistically, if you make fifteen thousand dollars on a wholesale fee, you might have worked five hours, six hours, even ten hours. You've made you made half of somebody's annual income yeah. in 10 hours, right? So, and, and what doesn't take a lot of activity? Be real. Like most people aren't rich in this world because they don't take action. And right. it's, if they take action, they, you make money. That's just, that's yeah. just what happens. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Just don't be discouraged. I mean, everything out of all the 10 active things that you, that you do, you know, one of those succeeds, but um, it's just, just a matter of doing it, doing as much as you can fast, quickly. Time. Yeah. Well, Paul, appreciate it, man. Let's keep in touch. And for my viewers, check him out. Check out his website. One more time, throw the, the website on there. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, reiomnidrip.com. You got it. All right, Paul, appreciate it, man. Thank you. <laughs>